Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, another awesome show. Really excited for our guest here, for you to hear from her today. Our guest is uh, Kim Narker. Uh, Kim is a has a very unique story. She's not only a private practice owner, she's also a PTA. And I say that with the sincerest compliments because so many times I hear physical therapy practice owners thinking that they need to have you know, a DPT or 17 letters after their name. And Kim has just blasted through all those myths and she is rocking it right now in her practice. And uh, I really want to dig in and get behind exactly what she's doing and implementing that's helping her practice stretch physical therapy blow up right now. So welcome to the call, Kim. Thank you so much, Chad. I'm honored to be here. Awesome. So uh, can you walk us through, uh, fill in the blanks for us a little bit, like when you open up private practice and uh, exactly where you're at, how many clinics you have, what your staff looks like, et cetera. Okay. Um, so I opened May of 2013, um, hoping to open as an out-of-network provider, but hired my first PT and was sort of pushed into, no, I don't have enough people and the PT telling me what I need to do. So I need to go and get into all of the insurances that I could just to fill up my schedule. I uh, did that. The first year in private practice was pretty dim. I think we were about at, by the end of the first year, 25 visits a week, which were not a whole lot. Had to let go of that therapist. We weren't on the same line. And then started the BPTM program, I believe it was last July of 15. Yeah, wow, July of 15. Um, I was just struggling. Um, I couldn't get doctors to refer. I couldn't, I was getting people in and we were getting great results with the people we were getting in, but people were telling me, I didn't even know you were here. You know, my, it was all word of mouth, but it was just very, very slow word of mouth. Okay. And what things, uh, when you first opened up, did you try, like, were you doing uh, physician drops off, doctor lunches, were you advertising in the local paper, on the radio? Like, what types of things were you doing to try to increase your patients coming in? Um, to gain exposure, I joined every networking club in the area that I could join to just get the word out for me to build a trust with the community. And then I also, I knocked on all the doctor's doors that I knew. And yes, I spent a fortune on doctor's lunches and felt completely ignored. <laughs> <laughs> Had a hard time getting through the front desk or, or, or just anything. Yep. Great. So uh, that did not work out well for you? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> it was a total flop. Yeah, I yeah. have some good stories we could sit down and talk about, but we won't <laughs> even bring them up here. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do another episode just on uh, physician lunch and disasters. That's Perfect. Cool. So you try that, and then uh, what was like your breaking point of when you knew that you had to do something different, probably right before July of 2015? Was it that you knew that you had to do something or... Like, can you walk us through that thought process? Absolutely. I was getting ebb and flow. Again, it was just word of mouth referrals. And so there was no consistency. Once we finished a person, I had no means of remarketing and standardizing a number of visits coming in. It was, it was pretty much going to networking groups and feeling like I was having to compare myself to a chiropractor and then promote my services over and above a chiro's when we're a heavy chiro area. And every time I do that and try to get a partnership with a chiro, I would hear from them. Their saying was, oh, we do that. We take yeah. care of that. Yeah. <laughs> so it was constantly, I felt like everybody I had to, I could talk to them, but then if the Cairo talked to them and they had a relationship, then they were going to go to their Cairo. Yep. Same thing here. That's exactly what we go through. Awesome. So you started in the program, 
started fixing your funnel and doing grinning letters, seven step killer exam, everything else right now, what system or what part of the system is working for you the best or what's your favorite one? Um, I would say seven step killer exam. Okay. And, and can you walk us through what that is? And uh, I know, I know what it is, but you know what it is. Well, well, um, mostly it's really, we have without saying it. So it's, it's giving the therapist the understanding that they are communicating with a patient, looking at the problem, describing the problem to them, and then telling them what successful treatment looks like to help them get better. We are relating it to functional tasks that they are unable to do. And prior to that, the therapists were just taking, you know, range of motion measurements, strength measurements, and doing our findings, and then um, setting goals and establishing it, basing it on what we found. Now it's basing on what the patient wants, what their outcome, what they want it to become of with their therapy, and then providing the goals to be that step-to-step process to get them to where they want to be. The way that I always think of that is the result of that, and literally having a conversation with the patient about their problem and their language is that people stay on and they don't drop off and they don't forget their schedule and they're bought into their process more. Is that what you're finding as well? It's a much better buy-in and an understanding and relationship between the therapist that you care and you have empathy towards what they're going through. Yep. Awesome. That's one of my favorite systems as well. I know you're also crushing with workshops and uh, can you talk with us a little bit about what you're doing there and, and what's working for you within workshops? Okay. Um, so I've been doing workshops for a little over a year now. Started with doing just every door direct mail and now just doing product X, which is killing it for me. We're getting our registrants, uh, I want to say 95% through Facebook. I'm not doing any advertising or anything that, like that. I am working on some partnering, but I haven't, that's not finalized yet. So Starting out my workshops, my Facebook ads, people, number one, I'm more known in the community because of the Facebook ads. So people know what we do. And we actually had a person drop in on Saturday after a workshop. He saw the workshop, is scheduled down the street, came down to check us out because he saw the ad the night before on Facebook. That's great. Um, So we have anywhere from nine to 40 people attend our workshops and we're about an 80 to 90 percent conversion at this time i am the one doing the workshops we are not doing a demonstration it's just for information purposes and everybody that walks through the door i've been told the information is just so valuable and how appreciative how, how appreciative they are to be able to have come and learned what they have learned that's great. So you've taken the information, the system that we share, you applied it to your own situation and you're yep. still kicking butt with it. Yes, exactly. That's, that's great. Awesome. So um, I, I know also you're a valuable part of the, uh, the BPTM community. You were nominated by your peers as uh, for practice owner of the year, which is awesome. And I for, forget how many votes we had in there, but uh, you know, it's open to 600 plus owners and uh, I believe you were in the top five. So that's, Awesome for you. And um, what's your favorite part of the the BPTM community that we've created so far, Kim? By far, it has to be the camaraderie between the other private practice owners through the Facebook page. 
I have made so many close knit friendships and relationships from the community that I know that at any time that if I have a struggle or I'm stressed or I can't figure something out, that somebody's just a phone call or just a a post on Facebook away to help me through the situation, knowing that it's tried and true and not just something somebody's throwing at me to try. Awesome. Yeah. It's a real, real world advice from in the trenches. That's yeah. And it's, it's amazing to me that uh, I'll even have things like, I'll still think this, like, Oh, I'm the only one going through this right now. And then I'll, I'll ask about it and we'll have like 20 people post like, here's how to solve this. And it's, it's uh, so relieving to know that we're not out there on our own. It definitely is. Awesome. So at the end of year one, you were doing about 25 visits a week. Where are you at right now? Right now we're about 120. We're down just because of the first of the year. Um, But we were averaging around 140, 150. Okay. And right before we hopped on this call, you shared a win with me, which was you just had a workshop. And how many people do you have registered for your next workshop already? (laughs) I think it's 28 just since the the turnover midnight Saturday night. Great. So that's 28 in less than 48 hours. Correct. That's that's pretty wild. Mm -hmm. So really, really cool stuff. Anything else you want to share with uh, BPTM Nation here? Kim, and uh, words of wisdom? I would say anybody that's considering joining the BPTM Nation, it you have to do it. You don't know, we are not taught in school how to market ourselves. We don't know a direct line of what we need to do. And BPTM and Chad gives you the information and then you can adapt it to whatever fits into your private practice. And they make you a superstar in your neighborhood. So people are reaching out to me. They know what we do. And when I opened my practice, they didn't. And without BPTM, I know I would not be where I am right now. And I'm looking forward to next year and beating some goals that I've set. Nice. So what, what does that mean for you? And go back again and think about like 18 months ago when you were struggling trying to figure that out and then what you know now, what you're applying now, what you're putting into action now and what that's done for your practice. What does that mean for Kim on a personal level? Well, you know, the first three years it was putting money right back into the practice. And now I am actually getting a hundred percent of my paycheck, which, you know, you get a certain percentage as you grow into three years. So just in the past five months, I have been able to receive a full paycheck, which is huge because three and a half years into it, my husband's looking at this thinking, okay, honey, (laughs) spend a lot of money in this and a lot of time. Um, So that um, also the freedom to know and the comfort to know that I can grow this and grow myself out of it and show my team how to run the practice the way I want it to be run and having that time that I can commit to my grandson, my family, and of course, myself. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the call here, Kim. So if people want to learn more about what you're doing, this was completely unscripted here, but uh, Kim has the best physical therapy Facebook page that I've ever seen. So if they want to learn more about you and your practice, where can they go to? Stretch Physical Therapy is our Facebook page. I think it's Stretch Physical Therapy and Total Wellness. Yeah. They can go there, like it, and see what you're up to. Please like it. See what I'm up to. Okay, and very good. And copy anything you want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for being on the call here. Thanks, Chad. I appreciate it.